Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Friday's Bible Reading Plan Podcast. Um, I am Tom, Tom Joustra, and my guest all week has been Dan, Mr. Dan Brown. And so again, um, I'm just curious. I mean, here we are. We're recording our, our fifth one now, Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. So uh, far, so good. I, I did notice that the you know the more we the more we do it, the more comfortable you get. The more you talk. And That's right. You know, you keep an eye on the time. So. <laughs> That's right. Fifteen minutes, sixteen yeah, minutes, yeah. but. <laughs> Kind of but that's okay. That's yeah. totally okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's not something that you were like, oh, like as we get to the end here. At least I'm I'm sensing that you've been. You're not like, oh, I will never do this again. No, absolutely. Oh, I'll okay. do this anytime. Oh, good. Fine. Good. <laughs> you heard that, people. He oh. will do it anytime. <laughs> we'll edit that part out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so um, hey, thanks for sticking with us during the week. We are now ending the week with um passage from the New Testament again. This is from the Gospel of Mark, Mark chapter 3, and uh, we're going to be focusing on verses 20 to 30. Um, And again, I'm reading from the New International Version, Mark 3, verses 20 um, to 30. Then Jesus entered a house, and again a crowd gathered, so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. When his family heard about this, they went to take charge of him, for they said, He is out of his mind. And the teachers of the law who came down from Jerusalem said, He is possessed by Beelzebul, by the prince of demons. He is driving out demons. So Jesus called them over to him and began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. His end has come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house without first tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. Truly, I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and every slander they utter. But whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of an eternal sin. He said this because they were saying he has an impure spirit. All right, Dan, mm. what do you get out of this one? <laughs> I get uh, the first thing that struck me was when his family heard about this, mm. they went to take charge of him for they said he's out of his mind. So I, at first I thought, what, the family said he was out of his mind? <laughs> yeah. And But it, I think later it, it kind of means that um, they were trying to protect him because others were saying he was out of his mind. Mm, okay. So I, just to kind of clarify that, I had to, I had to find some clarification on that. Okay. So, um, that, that was something I had to go after that stood out to me right away. So it's, word, it's the word they. Does the they refer to his family or does the they refer to the right. other people? <laughs> At okay. first I thought, wow, man. Yeah. I know, um, you know, his brother James didn't believe it immediately right away. Mm-hmm. And it took him a while to, to come around. So I right. thought, man, maybe James was heading that up. Yeah, Good grief, could be. 
turns out, I guess, at least some of the commentators said that that it was no, he, they were trying to protect Jesus from huh. because because the uh, Pharisees or Sadducees were telling saying that this guy's nuts, okay. and crazy. Because one thing I had read was that, of course, Mary and Joseph were told that Jesus was going to be the Messiah right before mm-hmm. he was even born. Did the brothers and sisters know that? Yeah. Was that ever told to the brothers and sisters? And so maybe the brothers and sisters were thinking he's out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of went back and forth a little bit on that yeah. until I until I read that. But, well, you know, who knows? Yeah. Everybody, you know, there's there's tons of uh, different things out there. That exactly. Say exactly. different things about scriptures. Right. Yeah. Um, what stuck out to me is this fact that wherever Jesus goes, he tends to attract a crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right away in verse 20 there, right? And again, a crowd gathered. I mean, all he was trying to do is eat supper or eat dinner yeah. with his disciples, right? And a crowd gathers. And I mean, that's because I think people have heard, right, what he's been doing. For sure. Um, and he's he's so attractive, right? There's good things that happen when Jesus is around. And so I'm going to... I'm going to go to him so that I can have good things happen to me. Yeah. And who don't want to see a miracle? Exactly. Their own eyes, right. You know? And we just talked yesterday, right, about the changing of water into wine. Well, if that had, if I had been at that wedding, how cool yeah, would that cool have been? Be right in right? the middle of that. And that made my mind think about, well, how attractive are we, you know, as Christ followers? Mm-hmm. You know, when we go to work or when we go out in public or, you know, when we do our thing as a student, you know, how attractive are we? Yeah. You know, with the words that we say and the actions that we do, are are we attractive that people are drawn to us and drawn to, to Christ? Uh, or are we unfortunately yeah. doing the opposite? Yeah. I mean, are we true, truly disciples? You know, we, one of the things that studying with some friends lately is disciple discipleship. And one of the things that was mentioned is that in that day that the rabbis however the rabbi dressed as a disciple, you would like even change your clothes to look like the rabbi. Oh, really? You would, you would even wear different sandals if the rabbi wore different sandals huh. and it was really, really tight like that. So I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm reminded of that conversation and the thought that, you know, how close, like you're saying, how close are we to the way Christ mm. was that people would be attracted to us? Right. Like I want to be like them. Yeah. And you know, and really to, know if you're failing, if, if people say, I don't want to be around that exactly, person. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So I have, to, I have to do a little heart check. I have to do a little mm-hmm. sure. attitude check and go, yeah, how, how attractive am I? <laughs> um, something that we all need, right? As yeah, listeners. Sure. And as Dan and I, we all need to constantly be checking how, like you mentioned earlier about the light, you know, am I being that light? Yeah. Okay. When I'm out in public. Yeah. When I'm at home, you know. And, and who... Who lights a candle and puts it under a bowl, right? Exactly. You have to let it shine and exactly. let the goodness shine. Yes. Not the, not the unattractive stuff. Right. For sure. <laughs> um, anything else pop out to you in here? Mark 3. Well, uh, they, they use that word Beelzebul again. And I know that that was, um, that was a name that they were given to um the prince of demons okay. at the time. And, and so that shows up that way. Um, but he was saying that um, he was possessed by him. And then his argument was so um, um, 
tactful. I mean, and perfect. Uh, I was reminded of uh, was that yesterday's scripture, or the day before, when we, when we talked about the difference between wisdom and and um, intelligence. No, that was uh, that was yesterday. Yeah. So I mean, he kind of let actually them, two days ago, two, two days, days ago, Wednesday. He, he lets them both shine right there. I mean, and mm. that's another example of how can we do that? I mean, if we 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 learn and and with the thoughts of um, wisdom. You know, how would we share our wisdom and how would we share our intelligence and our knowledge of scripture? This is a great example of it. It's just it was just kind of a common sense right. argument. Right. And, you know, I know common sense isn't that common, but uh, <laughs> for those of us who have it, I like to think I do. Right. I, who knows, you know, um, that's that's a great example of how to defend your your faith and who you are in Christ. Right. And just. Common sense. Mm -hmm. Verse 29. I can remember as a kid getting all worried oh, yeah. when I heard about, you know, the unforgivable sin, right? Blaspheming against the Holy Spirit, you know, because that, pe that person will never be forgiven. And as a kid, I remember going, oh, my goodness, have I done that? Right. You know, and then just tried to calm down. No, you've never said anything bad about the Holy Spirit, you know, but that, that actually struck fear into me. Sure. But, you know, I mean, I mean there is a sin out there that's unforgivable. Um, so, again, just doing a little research on that um, in preparation for today. Um, what that probably means is that because Jesus was driving out demons, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And that's kind of like Holy Spirit work. That's like God the Father. That's Jesus, the Son of God, work, right? He was driving yeah. out demons. But the but the teachers of the law, they were they were giving they weren't giving the credit to the Holy Spirit or to God the Father or to Jesus, the Son of God. They were giving the credit to Satan. Like, oh, he's doing this because he's possessed by Beelzebul. You know, he's, right. he's possessed by the Prince of Demons. And so the, the one uh, person that was commenting on this was just saying, when you give Holy Spirit work, when you give that credit to to the devil, oh, that's just the devil that's doing that. That's what blaspheming the Holy Spirit could mean. Wow! So be careful. I know. I know. <laughs> I still, I'm still left with be careful. I know. So exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard that one before too, and I've I've had to dig into that one before too, and mm. and, and I I kind of landed on. The, that you couldn't say something that and, and say it was from the Holy Spirit when it was actually from your own heart mm. to, to knowingly say something that, you know, well, the spirit tells me this and the spirit never told you that, mm. you know, right. Uh, I, I viewed that as the blasphemy. So I can, I can remember, you know, always, I kind of changed the way I spoke when I, when I was um, witnessing too, you mm. know, instead of saying, well, you know, it's a spiritual thing that this and that is, I, I changed it to, to, I believe mm. that the Holy spirit tells me these, this, ah. or is saying this to right. my heart instead right. of saying the Holy spirit says this. Right. What if I, what if, what if you're wrong? I know. What if it Did wasn't I just blaspheme? Yeah. I so I just kind of changed my wording a little mm -hmm. bit to try to, make sure that I'm not coming off that way or right. I'm not even going to get close to that. Right. One. I'm right. not even getting, I'm not touching that one with a 10,000 foot. Pole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they, they still look a little bit of a fear there. Yeah. So it was good to address that. I think. Right. Right. All right. So we've looked at five different Bible passages this week. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
a couple from the Old Testament and a few from the New Testament here. Um, looking back over the over the five days and over the five passages, are there any themes that maybe um, you've seen kind of weaving their way through these passages or anything that you just noticed that, you know what, this topic continues to come up. Have you noticed any common themes? Um, I did kind of struggle with that one a little bit. So I'm, I'm hoping you got something good. But okay. all, I, all I come up with is that these are things of everyday life. And we kind of landed on one of the days we were talking, uh, we brought up that word sanctification. This is yeah. things that we're, we deal with every day. I mean, we had, you know, miracles, a miracle given to a social situation and his first miracle. Yeah. I mean, interesting. And then, it, and it was all because of uh, people living their life and him being injected into our everyday life. Hmm. That, that we're living right now and us adhering to his teachings during these times. So it's just, that was kind of the theme for me is that the adherence to, to Christ in your everyday life and your sanctification in the waiting for the someday. Yeah. And I love that word injected Yeah, that you used, you know, um, because when, when our lives get injected by the Holy Spirit or, or when we get injected with um, Jesus, the Son of God, or with God the Father, that, that makes a difference, right? It does. And then we can experience things like the, the psalm that we read earlier that we talked about. We can take refuge, you know, yeah. un, under his wings and we can, we can feast on his abundance, you know, when we get those injections. And we can drink of that river of delights. And now we fully won't take refuge like like we mentioned earlier this week and, and drink yeah. of that river and, and feast on his abundance till till the second coming right right but we but we can still we can start doing it now you know and we can do that in our own lives so we can cause that feasting and taking refuge and, and that drinking in other people's lives to yeah, facilitate it yes yeah. and i love that word injected yeah so as we go into the weekend listeners um May you, may all of us be injected by the Holy Spirit. May we be uh, light to the people around us. May we be people who are attractive, that make Jesus and God the Father and the Holy Spirit look attractive. Um, yes, be injected by, by him and by his word and by his ways and by his behaviors. Amen, so, brother. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. And... Um, Hopefully you'll be back next week for our next uh, uh, podcast host and guest. So thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. Oh,